0: Things your child should know, stories about Black history, and various resources on education like division, math, and addition workbooks can all be found at searchblackandeducation.com. Allen University was founded by the African Methodist Episcopal Church in 1870. It's hard for me to think of another institution outside of the federal government that has supported and established more institutions of higher learning than the African Methodist Episcopal Church. It cannot be overstated that the AME Church has had a lasting and phenomenal impact on the lives of many Americans, in particular black Americans. It was the first independent African-American religious denomination in the country, and it was formed at a time when slavery was still raging throughout the European controlled Western world. In 1816, the AME Church was officially established and Richard Allen became its first bishop. Throughout the 1830s and 1840s, many bishops rose to prominence in the church, such as Richard Allen himself, who was the first bishop, Bishop Paul Quinn, Bishop Henry Neil Turner, and Bishop Daniel Payne. In 1870, the Columbia Conference of the AMA Church purchased 150 acres of land in Cokesbury, South Carolina. The institution was named after Bishop Daniel Payne, who is a strong advocator for education in the church. After 10 years, the school was moved to Columbia, South Carolina, and renamed Allen University, after the church's first bishop, Richard Allen. Richard Allen and Daniel Payne cast such a long and historic light through American history that they are worthy of more study. Daniel Payne was born in Charleston, South Carolina in 1811, but he was not enslaved. His father was born to free parents in Virginia, but when his dad was just nine years old, he was tricked into going aboard a ship with a cake and some sweets. He was amused in the ship until the ship set sail. He was then taken to Charleston, South Carolina and sold into slavery. Daniel's mother was of Native American and black heritage, and she helped to instill in him a love of religion. Daniel's father remained in slavery until he was grown and was able to buy his own freedom for $1,000. You never know just what a person goes through. Daniel's father passed when he was just four years old, and his mother passed away when he was nine. He grew up to eventually become the leader and bishop of the African Methodist Church. His strong ties to education led him to, at times, despise traditional African American dances and songs that inevitably came up in the church. Yet Payne was one of the most prolific statesmen, educators, and builders of the AME Church. He became the first president of Wilberforce University, thus becoming the first African-American president of a college or university. That is why Allen University was named after him. The man who Allen University is currently named after has an even more interesting life. Richard Allen was born in slavery in Philadelphia in February of 8th, 1760, and he and his family were sold into Delaware. When Richard became older, He and his brother began attending Methodist meetings. He convinced his owner to allow a preacher to speak in their home, and as a result, his owner began to question slavery and to believe that his owning slaves made him wrong in the eyes of God. So he let Richard and his brother buy their freedom. After working any job he could find, Allen continued his devotion to God and was licensed to preach. He began traveling in Delaware, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania on the Methodist circuit, In 1786, he came to St. George's Methodist Church in Philadelphia, the city where he was born, where he was asked to preach an early morning service for black churchgoers. He was also one of several people who helped to start the Free African Society, which offered support to free blacks in the city of Philadelphia by way of services that were often offered to other citizens in the city of Philadelphia. For instance, many blacks could not get money or insurance when family members died or when they became ill. They were also not allowed to go to schools, and it was also customary for Black people to be buried in unmarked graves in Philadelphia. This was especially true for people who came to Philadelphia having escaped from slavery or having been granted their freedom in some way. Richard Allen and the Free African Society provided help to people in need during life-changing events, such as deaths in a family, marriages, sicknesses, and more. But what he would do next would have an even more far-reaching impact on the lives of many Americans. One day while attending service at St. George's Methodist Church in Philadelphia, Allen and several other black members entered the church to sit down. It is said that the church had recently built a new gallery, and the blacks were not going to be able to sit in the places they thought they would usually be able to sit in. When Allen and others walked into the church, a prayer was started, and they went to where they assumed their seats would be. As they kneeled down to pray, a trustee of the church began to pull on one of them, to pull him up off his knees, saying, "You cannot kneel here." The man replied, wait until prayer is over. But the trustees would not wait. He called another man over to help him, and that man started tugging on another African-American man to pull him up off of his knees too. After the prayer was over, Richard Allen and several other African-Americans left the church as a group. They were leaving the church where they were walking into history. A group of these people would go on to form the African Episcopal Church of St. Thomas, and another group would go on to establish the African Methodist Episcopal Church the first independent African-American religious denomination in the country, and Richard Allen would be its first leader. By 1880, some 400,000 people were members of the African Methodist Episcopal Church, and today it is said that it has over 2 million members. In addition to that, it still operates close to 20 theological seminaries, colleges, and universities in the United States and in Africa, including several well-known HBCUs, Edwards Water College in Jacksonville, Florida, Morris Brown College in Atlanta, Georgia, Paul Quinn College in Dallas, Texas, Wilberforce University in Wilberforce, Ohio, and Allen University in Columbia, South Carolina.